Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. I'm going to (laughs) hit this button, then this button, and pull up this line. Coach Paige Wofford, good morning. Welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Things are great. Uh, We appreciate you coming on. I'm going to introduce you to somebody, uh, Carrie Galbraith, Paige Wofford. I, oh I think gosh. you guys have met. Yeah. I know this oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've known, known Carrie my whole life, man. Known Carrie my whole life. 93. We went to Winthrop <laughs> together. We have a story of history. <laughs> Day, days the, on uh, Cherry Road. Yeah, that's right. Oh, loving it. We'll loving talk it. about a few Car- things. Carrie was a, Go ahead. Carrie was an outstanding, uh, outstanding track athlete, hurdler. I was uh, I was on the baseball team. Uh, that that's about where it ended right there. I was on the baseball team. No fun fact. Um, Paige, you know, we, we had I don't I don't know how many classes we had together in, in Peabody at there as a phys, as a PIM as a physical education major at Winter at the storied Winthrop University. Fun fact: Coach Wofford pitched in a super regional baseball uh, at Clemson University against the Alabama Crimson Tide. I was there. I watched it. Paige had a Phenomenal, phenomenal curveball. Barry Zito-ish. Really? Yeah. <laughs> very, wow. Very problem cool. is... Must have been from... Problem is he had a fastball that rivaled uh, uh, Barry Manilow. <laughs> Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a new one. I not, not, much, not much on the velo. Not much on the velo. My, my kids ask me now, you know, Dad, what'd you throw in college? And I tell them, and they say, Really? Yeah, that's, that's about it, man. The, the curveball is outstanding, it, though. The curveball is outstanding. Big, big, yep. time, big time hook. Big time hook. Big yep. time hook. You're listening to Paige Wofford. And, uh, I, hey, I don't know if Kerry's ever said, told you all this. He broke uh, Shannon Sharp's hurdle record in Georgia. Is that who it was? Something like Shannon that. Shannon Sharp? Yeah. What? Something like that. It's either that's a yes or a no, man. <laughs> what? That's we, a yes or a no. What are you doing to me, man? Let's, let's, let's talk about some Northwestern football here. We got uh, you, right. you got a big day coming up on uh, August 19th. First ever high school game at Panther Stadium. Tell me that how, how that how did that come about for the Northwestern program? Well, we uh we got a call, phone call from a representative of the uh, of the Panthers and uh, it was uh, we we've had a real good relationship that, relationship with that program and that and that organization for a while now. Um, you know we've uh, we've gone to their seven on sevens. We've done as much as we can. Of course, we want to be attached to an uh, organization like that as much as we can because they're going to do everything first class. And one of their representatives reached out, Riley Fields, who's in charge of kind of their youth football a youth football program there, and uh, he he suggested he said, hey, I think we can put something like this together and. Uh, some other guys were involved. Uh, Stephen Drummond, who's actually an alumni of Northwestern High School, uh, was involved, and in, uh, who's a, who was a vice president over there for the Panthers, and uh, they they presented it to us, and they didn't tell us who we were going to play, but they said, hey, we got a chance, maybe we can get y'all in the stadium for for a game, and uh, we jumped all over that. You know, we 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 tore their hand off, shaking their hand on that. Yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it, and 
uh, we're just really excited. I'm excited for the kids. I'm excited for Northwestern High School. You know, it's going to be a great event. That's fantastic. I, I I know I know the the Rock Hill and York County area is is just just can't wait to get out there. And, and I mean that that's really putting them on the map. Your your uh, the wins you've had the last couple of years since you've joined rejoined the Northwestern football team now as the head coach. Um, it is. I was reading up on some information. You you lost your entire offensive line from last year, but you're also but you're bringing back two of your most offensively powered guys. And this guy's got to have the best name in high school football. Turbo Richards uh, is your running back, and then Finley Polk, your quarterback that you're bringing back. Talk about how you uh, who you replacing those offensive line. How do you feel about the replacements and the and are, are you reloading? And uh, just talk about your roster leading up to this first game. Sure. Yeah, we uh, we lost five senior offensive linemen, and uh, we're actually we're actually re- that's kind of a misleading a little bit. Uh, you know, we're actually returning one starter on the offensive line. We had five seniors kind of rotating through four positions uh, last year, and then we had our, our starting right tackle from last year's returning uh, Vance Ventry, and he's done a great job of kind of leading that young group. Uh, some 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 experienced guys that we were, we were able to get get in the second half of last year a, a bunch and a bunch of games. And so they, they've been on the field on varsity. They haven't started varsity games. And then some other guys that played a lot of, on Thursday night for us. And we coach JV and varsity together. So those kids can seamlessly kind of just fit right in. But, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no substitute for gameplay. So those offensive linemen are going to have to learn on the run and, and get better in a hurry. And we've kind of tailored our practices towards, towards helping them getting uh, as experienced as they can, as quick as they can. And our offensive line coach, George Cantrell does a great, great job. And, uh, you know, we have a, a fairly good defensive line returning. So uh, actually, they're, they're pretty good, pretty good defensive line returning. So those guys will go against each other every day. And, and those offensive line, I, I expect a sharp learning curve for those guys. And, uh, you know, you brought up the running back and the quarterback. Finley Polk's a returning quarterback. He was a sophomore last year and uh, took us to the state championship. So has has some really, you know, has 13 wins under his belt right now as a sophomore and coming returning. So he's uh, we're looking forward to see how he develops and how much better he can be this year as a junior after being in, you know, kind of being under the fire and, and, uh, Carrie, you know, me, but playing for me is, uh, is tough, man. I'm tough on the quarterbacks and I expect a lot from them. And, you know, I, uh, unfortunately for those guys, you know, my, my, the way I do it is kind of bared fruit there the last few years, we've had some really good quarterbacks in Northwestern. So, uh, guys that have gone on to play at the next level and things like that. So, uh, they've got to put up with me and he, he's done a good job of that and just kind of even keeled kid with a, with a good arm and, He's uh, really worked hard in the weight room this summer to get a little bit faster, so we're we're excited for him. And um, Turbo Richard, you know, is a, you know, he's a he's a heck of a football player. That's all I can say. Even during the recruiting process for him, they'd ask me, you know, what what kind of kid is he and and stuff like that. And you know, they always ask those questions and they try to they're trying to, you know, see what kind of player they're going to get if if he accepts their offer. And you know, he's a no baggage player. He's here every day. He works hard. We've never had to talk to him about effort. We've never had to talk to him about attendance. You know, we've never had to talk to him about grades. He, he does it all, and he's very good out of the backfield. He's very good pass protection. We're, we're just happy to have him. You know, he's a, ran for over 2,000 yards last year as a junior, and, and uh, you know, if we can get that kind of production from him this year, then, then we'll, be, we'll be sitting pretty good at the end of the season. Um, you know, you wanted me to talk about the roster. You know, our offense, our receivers, we lost a really good receiver in Elijah Caldwell. Uh, he's at South Carolina now. And, uh, we have two returning receivers that played a bunch last year and in Jaden Burris and, and uh, Greer Hopkins, you know, kind of explosive guys. They've got some pretty good speed, pretty good wheels. And 
uh, great hands and they do things after the catch and they do things without the ball that we, we expect from our guys. And uh, Jaden's brother, Jalen, has had a great summer. You know, they're twin brothers. They're on the outside for us, and he's had a great summer as well. And those guys were on the four-by-four state state champion, uh, state state qualifying four-by-four team for Northwestern, so they can they can really go. And uh, you know, then we have a, a we, we play a lot of four wide receivers, so we have some some other guys in there that are getting a ton of reps. Jaden Nichols, Cam Vance, uh, Daniel Caldwell, you know, Tadarian Knox. Those guys have all have all had really good summers, and we we're proud of the the way they've stepped up to try to take up some of the slack after losing a player like Elijah. So uh, offensively, we feel pretty good. You know, the offensive line is, is the, is the, in my opinion, the most important part of the offense. Um, you know, you got to have those guys up front to do that job. And I feel confident that, that we'll get them there. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, if we have four starting returning defensive linemen, uh, and they're going to be juniors. So they played last year as sophomores at a team that went to the state championship. And we're, we're excited for them. We're excited about them. Uh, they just keep, you know, seem to improve, and um, they they really add a lot to our defense, of course. And we, we go through these seven on sevens during the summer, and you know it's it's nice to do that sort of thing. But I'm always I tell people all the time, look, we're better with we're better when we got our guys up front. We're a better football team. We're not we're not really built for seven on seven stuff. So uh, we are built for eleven on eleven. So we're excited to to be able to get those guys more involved now. The practice has started tomorrow. Uh, linebacker wise, we're returning uh, Will Massey. Uh, last year he's going to be he's only going to be a junior too he played last year as a sophomore and uh, really just an outstanding athlete with a with nose for the ball he gets there um, you know we've got some guys that are working with him Jace Joseph and Cameron Wilhelm Patterson some other guys that are working out over there with him and uh, Trevor Schick and, and some of those guys that have just um, you know come up through the through the system and know what to do and and, and are you know can can move well enough to where we will feel comfortable there uh, outside linebackers, you know, to to, to uh, Tamarion Watkins uh, is only going to be a sophomore. We brought him up last year for the playoff run as a freshman, and he came out for two a few practices and was working out against the varsity guys. And we just we just looked at each other like, where's this guy been? You know, we could have used him this year. You know, if he had been with us since day one, you know, he's had a chance to play as a freshman, and uh, you know, he's really a, a really good kid that that has a has a strong work ethic and is always doing something and is always you know working for football and he's really grown and. You know, I can't say enough about our strength program, putting some some good muscle mass and some getting our guys faster. You know, Coach Antley does a wonderful job with them, and 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 Tamarion is a, is a great example of that. On the other side, C.J. Wentz and uh, Jaden Woods. You know, those guys kind of played that position last year, uh, so we've got some good experience there. And then in the backfield, we're we've got some, a new face, some new faces, and some new guys, and uh, we're excited about that defensive backfield. You know, Justin Spencer's a returner, Jamar Perry's a returner. Uh, we got some guys that, you know, when, when a school down the road shut down their football program, you know, we got some transfers in, Adrian Buchanan. Uh, we're looking forward to see him play, you know, put on the purple and gold and, and go out there and play for Northwestern this year. And, um, uh, well, Coach. Jamari on a – yeah, man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, that, of course, that, when I start listing players, I always forget. You didn't talk about your punter. Is that a great, <laughs> what about great the <laughs> What about the long snapper? What about the punter? <laughs> Coach. Well, I mean, you asked me about the team, man. I've, I've got to – I'm trying to be thorough. This is if great. I say one, i got this to say great. the other. We got a question from the back I, of the I know, room. I know. I'm, I'm, sorry to take up all, I'm sorry to take up all the time. No, but, you're good. You know, the punter, by the way, is Greer Hopkins, long snapper. You know, we're working on that. But, love you know, it. We've had a really good summer. We've been able to put some names down, and we don't have to – you know, we're starting tomorrow on the run. We're not starting fresh tomorrow. We've, That's awesome. We've got a good idea already tomorrow what we got. So, 
Go ahead, man. Ask me some more questions. I don't uh, talk too much. Paige Wofford here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let me let me ask you this. With with the with the enormity of a game like the Keep Pounding Classic, August 19th at Bank of America, with that being opening week, does that do anything as far as your preparation is concerned? Are you going to have to do anything differently to prepare for this particular opening night compared to other opening nights? Well, that, that's, the, that's the coaching part of, you know, that's kind of the art of the coaching part is that, you know, you, you don't want to have to do that. You want to just do what you do. And we've been fairly successful in the last couple of years doing what we do. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big game and a big time opponent. Providence Day is the real deal. You know, they've got players, D1 guys all over the field. You know, they uh, and who knows, you know, how many they're going to add by the time that game starts. Um, you know, Coach Greer's uh, has been around and, and he gets good players and, uh, and that's kind of their business model to to go get players if they need them. And, you know, our, our you know, we're just a little public school down here in South Carolina that has a attendance zone and and rules and stuff. And we got to follow those. And we we do that. So we've got who we got. and We've got homegrown kids that we love having out there on the field. Boy, that's some great coach speak right there. So leading into that, because that's right out of the coaching manual. That's great. Great job. I'm going to ask you page about four. Page, page four. four that's page. right. I'm going to ask you about page, page five, and I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask you anyway. I know you take one game at a time. I know you're focused on your Jamboree game first and then your August 19th uh, game at Panther Stadium. Um, but you've got a rematch, and it's your only regular season loss last year. On September 15th, you got to go to the reservation. I know you're going to tell me you're taking it one day at a time, but is that a special game for your players? Do they know – did they, is that a game they've got marked down in their in their mental calendars? That's a good question. You know, I don't know. Uh, we we you know, like you said, we talk about one game at a time, and the first the next game is the most important game. Uh, but you know, as as me, just being a you know lifelong South you know being from South Carolina, and my dad being a football coach, and and being around the game from my entire life, you know, I, that's a big game for me, uh, just because it is Gaffney and the history they've had, and, and the successful teams they've had, and the players they've had, and and the, and the games that, you know, they've had against uh, Northwestern in the past. You know, that's a – Coach Jones does a great job there, and they're, they're a really, really good football program. And some of just the absolute biggest human beings I've ever seen in my life on one team. That's for sure. I don't know what it is in the water there in Gaffney and Shelby and that area, but, uh, you know, they get they – get, you know, they've got some really good coaches, but those players are just some, some big humans, man. And, and uh, they get off the bus, and it's like, man, this is some D1, you know, one double A team just got off the bus, and we got to go play them you know, with our guys and, uh, we've had some, some success on them, you know, not recently, but in the past. And we, we hope to hope to get back to that, but that you're right, Kerry, that is a big game. And, uh, it's, I don't care who who's playing them. That's a big game for anybody that's playing Gaffney. Coach Paige Wofford here on the rush hour morning show, Brian rushing coach G filling in for Corky today, coach Wofford, you have started a tradition almost that not too many coaches do and and for our listeners that are out there this is easy for them to find and do their research on if you go to the northwestern football twitter page coach wofford has started a tradition after each win and there's four words that go along with that tweet here we go here we go we, we win we go. finish it up for me coach we win we dance we dance, we dance. coach wofford Going back to his roots at the Winthrop PE uh, physical education major and having to take two semesters of dance, he 
mm. really mm. has encapsulated the dance aura at his program. Because if you want to, if you want to see some entertainment, go to the Northwestern football Twitter page and watch Coach Wofford. I've seen the Roger Rabbit, the Cabbage Patch, the Gritty, the Worm. Every a new dance after oh. every every win. What am I missing, Classic. Coach? Classics. And you I kind of ran out there. I kind of ran the Dougie. I tried the Dougie a couple times. You know, uh, I just whatever, the, whatever I can figure. Pop. You know, I haven't. I haven't really pulled out the uh, the Running Man yet. You know, I've popped and locked a few times. A couple things. You know, I I really just you know I, I haven't pulled out the Miserloo. You know, I learned the Miserloo there with Dr. Lunt. I think you were in that class. I was. I think I was learned, your partner. Learned, learned some dances there. Yeah. Dr. Lunt, oh, my God. <laughs> what a time, you know. Uh, the cantilever kids might need to make an appearance here. You know, we uh, – Carrie and I had a little project together. We put it together. I, I, I'm guessing we got an A. I don't know. Okay, heck, it was 100 years ago now. Yep. But uh, we, <laughs> we, we got, got that degree. Yep. Got that degree. There wasn't so, enough uh, women in the class, and some guys had to partner up and partner dancing with, with – the same gender and, and coach Wofford and I became dance partners back then. But oh, yeah. coach, oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you oh, those yeah. boys, I led, I yeah, led, of course, I was a good lead. your, your <laughs> players though, watching that on the Twitter, on Twitter, watching you, watching you dance and literally all 70 or whatever kids on your team, they go nuts when you walk through that locker room door and well, whatever I, it is, I, you know, I, I, I said it about my quarterbacks and I'm, I, I'm a hard, I, it's hard to play football period and uh we challenge them at northwestern we challenge them in a lot of ways and we expect a lot from them and a lot is expected from them you know if, if we are fortunate enough to win a football game we need to celebrate and if that means i have to put my ego aside and get out there and make a fool of myself for a few seconds then i'm more than happy to do that for those kids because they work just so extremely hard for us and for this school uh you know and i really i, I get a kick out of it when the kids start dancing you know, absolutely it can really really can really go <laughs> And they can throw down a little bit, and when the coaches get in there and the kids are excited, you know, I think I think I have that was never lost on me. You have to celebrate every win, and you know, Coach Sweeney. You know, I see I'm a Clemson fan. I follow their their social media and things, and they'll get out there and and uh, dance a little bit after their wins. And I think that's something that shouldn't be lost. Is that it's hard to win a football game. So if you can celebrate a little bit afterwards and create some smiles and things like that after a game, then then that's what we're gonna do. So that's uh. That's uh, something that I'm I'm happy to do and, and happy to hopefully continue, man. I, I'm I'm more than happy to get out there and, and drop down into a worm and, and and get across the floor and you know strike a pose and everything else if if it means that the kids are enjoying it. Coach Paige Wofford here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So, Coach, let me ask this: If you win, you dance. If you win at Bank of America Stadium, I'm sure there's going to be a new dance. But let me ask you this question first: How do folks get tickets? From the Northwestern side, for those that want to support the Trojans, how do they get tickets for this event on August the 19th? Very easily. NorthwesternTrojans.org. NorthwesternTrojans.org. You can go to that website. It's through Ticketmaster. You can also just go through Ticketmaster. And, uh, you know, these people, when we've been inundated with calls and emails and everything else of people who want to want to get involved with us and want to do it and uh, want to be there and, and want to be part of this uh, part of this game and you know we, we've we've dubbed it a whiteout so we've got a we've got a you know white t-shirts that we've got printed out and you know we're we're the away team we lost the coin or if you can say we lost the coin coin toss but we're the, we're the away team so uh, we're going to be in all white and play you know we're hoping to get some fans out there in white and to see what we can do and the Panthers are trying to get 10,000 people there so we're excited for it. 
Coach, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Panthers are going to have zero problem getting 10,000 people to this football game. I I know that we're already making our plans to be there from from a media perspective. We definitely want to watch this. I think, look, you guys are putting up basketball scores on folks. That alone is enough to make me want to come and watch this against Providence Day. So I'm excited for this matchup, and we definitely plan on being here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. And so, Coach, thank you so much for your time this morning. We're really grateful that you came to spend a little time with us, and and, and we'll definitely be in touch with you as we continue on this season. I'm looking forward to it, and thank you very much. And thank you for uh, for covering high school athletics. It's a big deal, and it's not lost on me that that's, uh, you know, you don't have to call us and, and, and ask me on, and I appreciate the fact that you did, man. I really do. Well, Coach Wofford, we appreciate your time, and we will definitely be reaching out to you again as we move on during this football season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you soon. You, re- you represented Goose Creek proudly today, son. Good job. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what you haven't seen yet, Carrie. You haven't seen my haircut, man. Oh. I went, I went ahead and got, went ahead and, are, we, are we on air right now, yeah. by the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Well, you know. You got the mullet still? Uh, the... You know, one more thing. One more thing. Got rocking the mullet, dude. Yes, rocking sir. the mullet. You got to go. Yeah. Being from Damn. Goose Creek, you know, I never had one. I never had one growing up. You know, it was kind of a rite of passage. So I uh, I finally went for it. Dance 48 with... years old. Went da- for the mullet. And I got to be honest with you. It looks pretty good. It's working pretty good for you. Dance with the one that brought you, buddy. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Coach, <laughs> good luck this year, Coach. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you all very much. We'll be back in just a bit to wrap up the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning here on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450. FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.